Hello, good morning everybody. So Octagon, week two, day two, and another really, really good Q&A with Dr. P last night on Clubhouse. So please listen back to that over this week on a walk, you know, break it down into chunks. Uh, there's a lot of gold in that. As always, for the next, you've got another, if you include yes, yesterday, you've got another six of them. And uh, cover a lot of topics. I'm not going to recover them on these daily podcasts as much, but I want you to start taking action on these podcasts. And two quotes I love and I always think about when I tr- when I get into like, am I am I am I reading just for the sake of reading? Am I like, am I doing something for the, just the sake of it? Uh, Epictetus, one of the Stoic philosophers back in the day, one of the big three. Um, his quote is this, right? So he says. He goes up to a, an, an athlete and he says, come on now, show me what progress you're making in this regard. Suppose I were t- talking with an athlete and said, show me your shoulders, you know, shoulder muscles. And he were to reply, look at my weights. Epictetus says, that's enough of you and your weights. What I want to see is what you've profited by using those weights, right? So it doesn't matter if you've signed up to Turtle Octagon and yeah, I'm doing Turtle Octagon Challenge, yes, brilliant, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be doing these workouts. It doesn't matter, what are you getting from the Turtle Octagon Challenge? I don't like. I don't want you to just be like, yeah, I'm doing this challenge and uh, it's great, yeah, some of the glorious stuff going on. What are you, how are you benefiting from these things? How are you benefiting from listening to this podcast on the daily? How are you benefiting from the radio? How are you benefiting from listening to Dr. P and all the other stuff? You have to take action on what you're listening to. That might mean, you cut the session in half. In, 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 you know, you listen to Dr. P and he says something and you go, do you know what, I'm going to action that right now and you go and do it. You know, make sure you take action on this. And another great quote he's got on this as well is, um, he says, for sheep don't throw up the grass, you know, as in don't cough it out. So sheep don't throw up the grass to show the shepherds how much they have eaten, but inwardly digesting their food they outwardly produce wool and milk. Thus, therefore, do you not show theorems to be unlearned, but the actions produced by them after they have been digested? So you don't need to go around telling people, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. No one cares, right? What you need to be doing is you need to be glowing. You need Your, your nature, your character is going to be glowing over the next few weeks. And people are going to ask, what are you doing? What is that sheepy tin? <laughs> like, that sheep looks insane. What a woolly sheep, like, that's amazing. Um, so don't waste time, you know, debating what's this and that. People will say, what are you doing? You're doing the turtle. Oh, have you, this is good, this is bad. It's like, are you qualified? Have, have you done any of this yourself? Or are you just going off what other people are telling you? Oh, you're going off what other people are telling you. Yeah, we could do this forever. So-and-so said this, so-and-so said that, so-and-so this, so-and-so that, right? It's like, you can just go around in circles and a lot of people will talk as if they know exactly what they're talking about this type of stuff right backed by absolutely nothing you know and they get a sense of importance or whatever it is from that and I would say just ignore it be the sheep that eats the eats the grass and shows the results and you know if you're following the turtle method and look we're not saying the turtle method is the only way in this planet to get fit healthy whatever but we do take a long-term view in it like the farmer planting the seed, we're, we're taking these long-term evidence-based views and we're trying to say, look, all right, what can we do to help those seeds grow? 
and it takes daily accountability sometimes like the daily radio it takes some maybe the daily podcast again in the right mind frame it takes the different like level of experts to help you break through in different areas of your life you know it's a mindset thing as much as it is a physical thing and nutrition thing so you know we're, we're looking at we're, we're looking at it fully and i don't think anyone else is kind of doing it as comprehensively as we are from what i've seen um you know, put trust in the science. That is the main thing you can do is to listen to the science. But then you can say, well, other scientists are saying this and that. And when you when it comes to that, you've got to look at the evidence-based science. You've got to look at, is there an RCT? You know, we cover, we're covering this in the book we're reading for Book Club. Is it a randomized control trial? Maybe there's no. What's the observational study saying on a large on the population at large? Right, okay, correlation doesn't equal causation, so you need to look out for people saying that that is the case. You know, um, is a food with loads of ingredients in the back bad? You know, some people are saying if a food has more than eight ingredients in the back, it's bad. Well, that's not exactly right either, is it? It sounds maybe right, but it's not. Um, we just got to not fo- not focus on the minor things. You know, Jim Rohn's got a great quote, a great, great quote on this. And he's, um, when he says don't major, you know, in America, don't major as in don't graduate, basically. He says, don't major in minor things. You know, don't go and get a degree on something that absolutely doesn't matter in the, in the grand scheme of life. Right? That's what you've got to be focusing on in the next few, you know, your week two now. Are you folks on the stuff that doesn't matter? Are you worried about maybe are you eating three meals a day or six meals a day? Are you worried that you're eating past 7 p.m.? Are you worried that one food's got a bit too much sugar in it that you don't like it? Are you worried about, oh, maybe it's my metabolism that's the problem? You know, you're looking at the minor things here. Like Dr. P was saying yesterday, you know, it's the behavior stuff. Like, truthfully look at yourself. You have to look inwardly. Honestly, it all starts there. There's nothing I can do to help you if you don't do that. If you can't look at yourself honestly and look at your behavior objectively without judging yourself, how can we go on? How can we move on? How can we help? You know? It's like when you speak to someone and they're complete delusion. There's just nowhere to go. You know, you say to someone like, you know, you know those people you have conversations with and you're like, all right, let's 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 go off one truth then. Okay, there's, so the, this piece of wood is real. Yeah, he goes, well, is it though? <laughs> you know, is it real? Yeah, it's there, look. Wood, real. Ah, I don't know if it is. You know, it's like, well, we can't go on from this. We can't go on from A. We have to start with facts, yeah. We have to start with facts. And you have to start with the fact of yourself, your own behavior and everything like that. Um, you should know right now. I ask you the question. What is, what is slowing you down? Or what is imp- impeding? What is, what do you think you're, doing i want to say wrongly but what's in the what's in the way what are you doing your own behaviors right some of you you've got to admit do you know what scott it's the weekends for me i know we speak about it but i'm drinking a lot i am eating a lot i don't want to know much i'm eating i just don't even want to try tracking it because i don't want to know you know when you go out well we don't know how deep or how large those calories are on those weekends so we don't know what to do in that regard you know maybe test out two weekends where you don't go out and see if that helps things people think their metabolism is slow right if you're over like so the the chance if the more you weigh the higher your metabolic rate total metabolic rate right so 
if you weigh 150 pounds and then you weigh 200 pounds, you've gained 50 pounds, your metabolism is going to be higher. You're going to be burning more calories. You've got more weight to move and you'll be eating more food to maintain that weight. So your metabolic rate will increase. Now you might say, what the hell is your metabolic rate? What is this metabolism nonsense? What is this damaging? And what is metabolic adaption? What is metabolic damage, right? All you've got to know about your, met- your metabolism is, is four parts to it, and you've, a lot of you will know this because you've gone on about it, but I will cover it quickly. You've got your base metabolic rate, just to survival calories, right? That's about 60% of the calories you burn, of your met- metabolic rate. Then you've got your um, non-gym, non-workout calories, whatever you're doing, walking, fidgeting, you know, punching Dean Leak in the face, um, standing up, you know, taking phone calls, all that stuff. All movement that's not working out, right? Then you've got the energy to digest the food. You need the energy to digest the food you're eating, right? Thermic effect of food is called. And then you've got your exercise burn from exercise, which on the grand over the week, if you look at it over the week, it is the smallest part, right? So you can train all you want. Like really, it's not going to have a massive impact on your total. If you think about your week is 24 hours times seven. I don't want to do this in the head because I'll get it wrong. So it's 168 hours a week, okay? So you've got 168 hours of your body functioning, moving, doing whatever, sleeping, walking, talking, right? Even if you did seven hours that week, right? So you did seven hours of workouts, right? That is still just 4% of the hours, 4% of your week, if you did a workout every day for an hour. So you've got to look at how minuscule hour-wise that is. And in the grand scheme of things, you're not going to burn a huge amount of calories in an hour. You'd be lucky to burn 10 calories a minute, and that's going to be from running. So you'd be, you'd be lucky to burn 600 calories in an hour. So even if you did, in the grand scheme of a week, and even when it comes into stuff like energy compensation, you know, your body's not stupid. If you've just done a workout, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to try and chill out a bit. It's going to try and conserve energy the rest of the day. That's what the body does. The body's actually really got a lot of crazily good functions to, you know, balance everything out in a sense. So your workouts aren't going to be a massive factor in overall because none of you are going to be working seven days a week. Um... So you may be thinking, well, Scott, what about this metabolic damage stuff? Surely that's real. Surely you can damage your metabolism. You've got to think about what that means. What do you mean by damaging the metabolism? Do you think it's a, like an engine that I've just kicked and it's broken? What do you mean by damaged metabolism? You mean that it's slower than predicted? Is that, if, is, if that's the definition, my metabolism is slower and it's permanently slower due to my lifestyle, this just doesn't exist. Your metabolism can adapt, right? We've known this for years. Your metabolism can downregulate a bit, yeah. So if you do diet for a while and lose weight, right? So say, for example, the prediction says your total daily energy expenditure should be 2,000 calories a day, but after 10 weeks of being in a deficit and you've lost weight, we predicted 2,000, but it's actually 1,900, you know? You know, the, 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 the percentage that's off, there's maybe 10% at an extreme, I think they've only seen, I'll have to get these numbers wrong, but I, th- I think 15% is the biggest they've seen in the difference between the prediction versus the actual from metabolic adaption. And this is reversed when you go back to maintenance or back to eating a maintenance for a week anyway, 
you know, week one to two, three, whatever weeks it takes, you go, you bounce back, and you go, you go back into the predicted ranges. You know, and this is this is after like dieting, losing weight, deficit for a long time, guys. It's not like most of us are going to be going into maintenance by mistake on weekends anyway. We're in a deficit, then we go eat over. We're maintenance. You know, we're not going to be at that position. So you can forget about metabolic damage. It doesn't exist. You can even probably forget about metabolic adaption. But likely, it's not happening to you. What you can look at is if I've genuinely been in a deficit for ten to sixteen weeks, right? And I, you know, I've not had a break. Yeah, you might have some, you know, some hormones might downregulate and all that stuff. And again, once you go back to maintenance, it's fine. So do not try and think and excuse yourself. Well, my met- my metabolism's damaged. It's not. The chances are, it's not. Right? If you got thyroid, underactive thyroid, I got it. You take medication for it, no problem. It's fixed the problem. You know, well, they, I think the research is like if you've got underactive thyroid without being without treating it, you could have your me- metabolic rate might be 150 calories less or 100 calories less than predicted, right? So we're gonna start looking at the reality of these positions. Like, is it really? Is it really my metabolism is a problem? And the way to increase your metabolism. So if we just change the word metabolism to total daily energy spent, or just change it to total energy spent a day, <laughs> like I can really simplify this. Total energy spent a day. What's the only thing we can really do day to day that can drastically increase that? Walking, if you think about it. Just daily activity, walking, cleaning, cooking, fidgeting, taking four calls, standing up, sitting up, standing up. Just changing your lifestyle basically to be one of an active one. So if someone says you're gonna go to the lift or the stairs, you take the stairs, like all of these little things add up. So you have to start looking at before you even get to my metabolism's damage or whatever you want to get to, you need to start saying, right, what's my steps like, really? You know, what's my, is my step count too low? Because if you look at low-hanging fruit, if you were to look at low-hanging fruit, get your steps up, track honestly, start from the truth, drink some, drink a bit more water than you've been drinking if you've been uh, under like a litre a day or whatever, um, increase your protein, Pfft, guys, honestly, you, you do that, you'll nail it. Great uh, post by Jessica and the group as well, saying you know she's done it for three 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 odd weeks now, or just two two weeks actually of the masterclass, and you know didn't see weight, didn't see a total weight drop in. All of a sudden, four or five pounds drop off. Did Jessica just lose four or five pounds of fat in one night? Absolutely not. Did she likely lose one to two pounds a week? And she's actually now had something called the whoosh effect, where the you can lose fat but not lose weight. So you can lose fat, you can lose fat, you can lose fat, but you're holding on to water retention, you're holding on to water retention, and then all of a sudden the water retention drops off and you wake up the next day, you're four or five pounds lighter. You haven't dropped four or five pounds overnight in fat. You've just kind of revealed the fat you've lost because the body just works that way. This is how it is. Okay, that's it. So back to the notes of show me your shoulders, as in show me the work, show me the, pr- the progress. I don't care... If you've listened to 350 of these podcasts, I don't care if you've listened to every book club or every Dr. PK one What are you doing with the information? Because if you're doing nothing with it, you're sitting in the corner, doing absolutely nothing, but your knowledge is not What are you doing with it? Think about it. I want you to think about this today. I want you to think about what you've learned so far. How can you apply this stuff today? Not tomorrow. I'll apply next week. Apply stuff now. For example, last week we spoke about putting your phone, right, 9, 9 p.m. alarm, putting your phone in the kitchen, putting it on charge and going to bed without your phone. 
How many of you have done this? Have you tried it? It's great to know the information. That sounds great, Scott. Yeah, it sounds really, really good, damn it. Yeah, really good. Yeah, it'll help me, I think. Do it then. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you waiting for? I mean, have you tried waking up half an hour earlier and going for a walk? It, yeah, it sounds great. I could do it tomorrow. See how it feels. Ah, oh, I don't like a morning workouts. Do a morning workout. See what it's like. You know, can't get my steps in a busy lunch. Block your lunch out in the calendar. You're entitled to an hour lunch, right? Work hard on yourself and you're doing a job. You know, get that going. Work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Um, and I'm gonna fin- I'm gonna finish this podcast off with a few more quotes from by the great Jim Rohn. Really good, big influence in my life when I was in my early twenties, driving about Bristol on the way to work every morning. Jim Rohn was in my ears. Um, let's have a look again. We finish off with some quotes here, guys. So get ready. We're gonna take action today. Okay. So don't say if I could, I would. Say if I can, I will. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Don't wish for less challenge, wish for more wisdom. Either you run the day or the day runs you. That's brilliant. Are you running the day today? Without a sense of urgency, desire loses its value. Yep. If you don't like how things are, change it. You're not a tree. (laughs) How long should you try until? I love that one. How long are you going to try and live a healthy lifestyle, guys? Oh, two days, three days, maybe seven days. How long would you give a baby to walk? So you've got a baby now. It's meant to walk by now. Like, will you give it three more months before you chop its legs off? That's gone. <laughs> Baby's, baby's, this baby can't do her legs off. How long do you give a baby to walk? Well, until it bloody walks, isn't it? You know what I mean? Why do we? Why have we got this thing in our head that if we don't do something by one week, two weeks, how long did it take you to drive a car? I don't know. It was it one week? I don't know how long it took me to drive a car. I did it until I could drive the car. So you're going to do this lifestyle thing until your lifestyle is at a place where it's generating you a better health span. So they're talking about this now. We, we've, we've kind of reached the human maximum lifespan, life expectancy. You know, we've, cut, we've, we've reduced childhood mortality and all that stuff. So... There's not much more room we can do now to expand, extend our um, life expectancy as humans, but they're looking, now looking at life um, health span. How many years free of diseases or troubles can we have? That's really the next golden thing to look at. Is like, how can I live my years without complications at all? Um, and that's why we're going to try this healthy thing, because that's the important part. Like, you want to be 60, 70, 80 years old. Your mind is still there. Your body is still strong. You can still move. You can still walk. You can still do stuff with your grandchildren. You can like you want to be that person, right? You want to live as a long, quality life, not a long life of getting weaker and worse over the years. Where the last ten or twenty years of your life, you're literally decomposing because you haven't looked after your health at all. So we're gonna do it until we get that. Learn how to be happy with what you have whilst you pursue all that you want. <clears throat> if you're not willing to risk the unusual, we'll have to settle for the ordinary. Start from wherever you are and whatever you've got. I love that one, and I, I, I haven't read that one before, but that's exactly what I'm trying to say. You're starting from where you're at. You're not starting from a, a, this fucking illusion in the future, guys. Start from where you are now. None of us are perfect. No one's judging you. Doesn't matter if you had a cake last night. Doesn't matter if you had a cake this morning. Doesn't matter if you had ten biscuits last night. Doesn't matter if you had a Ben and Jerry's and you feel horrible about it. What are we gonna do today? 
we know we got we got to moderate some of that stuff but let's let's try our best today success is nothing more than a few simple disciplines practiced every day bang on um motivation is what you get you started habit is what keeps you going you're damn right jim boy Motivation alone is not enough. If you uh, if you have an idiot and you motivate him, you know you have a motivated idiot. Yeah. It's not what the book costs. It's what it will cost you if you don't read it. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something you have cha- charge of. Jim is very stoic, isn't he? Failure is not a single cataclysmic event. You don't fail overnight. Instead, failure is a few errors in judgment repeated every day. You can't change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. Hmm. And I'll finish with this one, because we're at 20 minutes now. We must all suffer one of two things. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And disappointment. Hmm. All of this is hard, guys. It's hard to keep living a lifestyle that sucks the energy of us that we overeat in. We feel terrible chasing pleasure. We're getting let down by you. It's hard to, you know, moderate our intake and be and go to the gym and get our steps a bit. It's all hard. Pick your hard, and I'm sure you know the right hard to pick. And if you focus one day at a time, it kind of makes it all easier. So focus today, get it done, and I'll see you on the radio.